I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. The COB is presented by Rabobank. Awarded 2023 SMSF Savings Bank of the Year by Mozo. Good afternoon and welcome to the COB. It's a Monday. It's it is a, a good day. My name's Carl Rod. I'm with Danny and Kuye. And um, let's have a look at the market because maybe a post-Jackson Hole relief rally. A modest one, but uh, a relief rally nevertheless. Absolutely. So ASX 200 up about 41 uh, points or 0.58%. And equally, the SIBO 200 up 8.6 points to po- uh, 0.63%. So we will take a green on screen. Mind you, it is the last few days of the month. Not that I last like to cast some cynicism, but you know the market is down almost four percent for the month. So maybe right? some fund managers might be looking to uh, well Re-allocate. put some put some cash in. Yeah, it could uh, could be just that. We'll uh, have to obviously wait and see how the week unfolds to get a better feel for it. But in the meantime, let's take a look at some of the sectors that were performing reasonably well today, and uh, we'll start with utilities, which were higher generally speaking. APA Group and Mercury New Zealand. Uh, as well as AGL leading that part of the market. Yeah. Uh, healthcare as well, uh, Very seeing strong a little today. bit of a bounce. Yeah, CSL um, picking itself up off the bottom of its range there. And Cochlear continues to edge higher too, but it's a pretty broad-based strength. We've got another page here, I think, uh, of the healthcare yeah, sector. Yeah, Ramsey rallying after the you know sell-off last week. Yeah, there you go. And ProMedicus mm. keeps uh, just edging higher bit by bit. Tilix as well reported last week yeah. is um, getting closer to those levels that it saw um, well a couple of months ago before there was that kind of I guess um, blow off top there uh, for that stock it did run pretty hard it has run pretty hard this year um, and the tech sector that's the area of the market that was a little bit weaker yeah wise uh, tech continuing to drag the index down yeah there you go so off by one and a half percent as investors try to make sense of well where that stock ought to be valued after again another one that's uh, sort of ran up uh, quite uh, aggressively at Absolutely. different stages this mm. year. But um, actually, otherwise, the, the tech sector doesn't look too bad. It is just that wise tech story. But let's move on and um, well, let's get to our three themes for the day. And it's, uh, well, a little bit of a relief rally, it, it has to be said. There you go, bouncing back. Um, C-suite shakeups. That's one that was interesting for me because we'll get to mm. Fortescue Metals in a little bit. Mm. That's a one part of the story uh, today. But also Santa Mining will get probably across in the leaders and laggards. Uh, but it was down by 30% today after its managing director abruptly quit. Mm. I think maybe even sold a little bit of stock. I'm not too sure. But mm. um, nevertheless, uh, obviously... It's not a good sign. Not a great uh, show of confidence <laughs> no. in the business. No. When you just sort of up and And leave. particularly when it's abrupt. Yeah. I remember we had it with Babcor. Mm. Uh, he left. He'd been there for ages. But uh, yeah, it's, it's never a good look if it's not well flagged. Yeah. It was personal issues apparently, so you never know what it is. But, um, <laughs> you know. Personal issues. Well, you know, personal issues with the business, personal issues yeah. with my life. Who, who, who knows? But nevertheless, it was, um, well, smacked down, say, in a mining, which was um, already sort of filling the pinch from lower, uh, I think it was a lower lithium price because we did see lithium miners just down yeah. across the board. Um, maybe a bit of trivia more than anything else. The Tilly effect, 
We had retail sales out today, up by half and a percent. apparently we've all been... Eating been, more takeout. Yeah, I thought that was really we interesting. Cooking. Exactly. We cooking those Matildas nights. We've had a, a little bump in terms of uh, maybe buy Domino's. That's a joke. Yeah. Everybody don't go out and buy Domino's necessarily. No, but no. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no uh, Danny's portfolio is heavily leveraged to Domino's. Uh, no, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, but my diet is, funnily enough. Um, Okay, let's get across some of that corporate news today. And we said Fortescue was the big one. Um, not just some sweet, C-suite changes there with the CEO obviously uh, departing abruptly as well, but mm. a bit of a mixed set of numbers there. FY, uh, full year mm. net profit down 23% for the year. Uh, revenues were obviously down too. That, that's an obvious story when it comes to the iron wool price. Um, big impairment charge as well. I think it's at the iron bridge. Right, yes, um, yes, uh, delay. Delay, yeah, yep. that's the one. Um, but yeah, overall, I think the stock was down about well, what, what four is point. It? I've got it down four point six percent. So when it really comes to looking at the iron ore majors, it looks like Fortescue has well and truly taken the mantle of the mm. worst performer for results. Yeah, no, I'm not sure the uh, last time it was below twenty. It was this year, but it was a matter of at least a few months. Um, I do believe so. Um, you've got it there. What's about maybe four or five months ago? The last time we yeah. were below twenty bucks a share. So we'll yeah. see if. Or maybe that's um, sort of a technical break there. Um, maybe signs of things to come. We'll, we'll have to wait and see. But nevertheless, not a great set of numbers there from the company. Um, also on the watch list, Link, uh, its share price a fraction lower today. I think a lot of this is probably discounted. They'd yeah. flagged a lot of net loss of $417 million. Uh, versus a loss of a 68 million last year, revenue up four and a half percent, final dividend of four cents. Now, obviously, they had to write off that whole UK thing with that it was a big fund. slap on a wrist, basically. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah, the fund that went under, uh, yeah. Mark Woodford's fund yeah. that went under. So they got caught up in that, and it's actually really interesting because that fund got caught in unlisted assets. And yeah. I chatted today with um, Christopher Joy, and just how many investment managers now have big exposure to unlisted private assets and you know there is a risk there when they're so illiquid and valuations coming down anyway I'm not saying they're all going the way of Mark Woodford's funds but just be aware of it and uh, yeah so hello what else do we world. do hello world how did they perform well um, the profit uh, for your profit was down 81 percent yeah that must be um, for some reason though it was up almost six percent so again discounted in the market yeah that, that must be again sort of a one-off right item down. perhaps but yeah. um, the revenue doubled at 165.9 million dollars um dividend six cents to share and uh, so continued growth in travel volumes which is interesting because it's that kind of um revenge tray uh, revenge spend on travel that just never seems to end you do wonder though with the aussie dollar at you know six and a half 64 and a half cents surely people are going to maybe switch from international to domestic travel at some stage what i think is already starting to happen they're saying domestic volumes are good yeah, I would have thought so. Um, Next DC also in focus today. The results were just probably a little below expectations from, from what I could tell. Particularly the outlook. That's yeah. where the concern was. So that capital expenditure moving up to $850-900 million for full year 24. And uh, that's where I think the market was a bit concerned. Although you have to say a, a fall of 2.75% for a stock like this is really not that much considering. Yeah, it was reasonable. I did the write-up this morning for the for the story, and I think that the guidance was for FY24 was for $418 million in terms of top line. So that was the analyst uh, consensus estimate. So it was just a fraction below that. Right. So 
again, you know, it's, it's fairly marginal enough yeah. to maybe take a chunk out of the share price, but nothing to, to sort of end the world, perhaps for the business by any means. But um, it, it was our stock of the day, and you're at the helm uh, for the call, weren't you? Absolutely. So it was the, the stock of today with Gaurav Sodhi and Mathan Samasandaram. And uh, let's check out what they had to say. about how they manage their balance sheet. They have to manage that very carefully. They've also now allocating capital to areas that aren't quite as productive. So we're talking about um, smaller data centers closer to customers and also wholesale data centers, which attract lower margins. Doesn't really change the investment case, but probably just alters the value equation enough for it mm-hmm. to be a hold. It's been a buy for a, for a long time for me, but for mm-hmm. now, because of those risk, risk factors, where the share price is, I'm gonna go a hold. But I will say this is a very high quality business, does not get recognized for its quality, and it ought to be on the- Because everything is. The problem here is right now, there is no real surprise. Everyone knows these Mm. good quality Mm. businesses and everyone's paying too much for them. Mm. And you can see it, all the defensives in the reporting season got sold down on the result. People are paying too much. So look, I'm with Gaurav. I think the long-term thematic is solid. If you got in cheap, hold it, that's fine. This Uh, is always accept. Accept a pullback. Uh, that's just a uh, matter of cycle. But if I'm putting fresh money, I'm not putting it right now. The yeah. valuation for me for the risk return is not there. Yeah. But look, it's a high quality business. Uh, you look, you know, I've said that about a few other ones that gone higher rather than lower. Mm-hmm. So in that context, I would hope at some point this comes back, so I get a bite yeah. at it. But yeah, I, I can't manage the risk return at this price. Okay, let's get across the leaders and the laggards for the day, shall we? And uh, well, we flagged a few of the big ones right off mm. the top. Um, but there we go. Ventia Services, uh, this is uh, the, the, the leaders, of course. Ventia Service, Services, Tadcorp, Silver Lake Resources as well. Not a real sort of clear theme through that list, it has to no. be said necessarily. Apple keeps chugging higher. Yeah, right. Yeah. Um, I was thinking, I don't know, there, there has been that talk of perhaps rotation trade emerging with oil prices edging right. higher. and. Maybe, I don't know, cyclical yeah. starting to pick yeah. up again with rates moving up. I don't know if Ampol's um, perhaps a beneficiary of that by any usually. chance, I don't know. Yeah, usually. Yeah, yeah, livestock communities as well is up by yeah. 3.5%. Um, Silver Lake, that's really just, uh, I think, a story of it's got to bounce eventually. Uh, it's It's been um, <laughs> an absolute, well, it's been a brutal underperformer. It had that issue at one of, I think it's its mines or um, uh, it's uh, it sort of had some operational issues there, which um, saw a big tumble, I think. Uh, recently, there was also, I think, a little bit of a rebound Ooh, yes. slightly in in gold prices yeah. as well, yeah. um, just by virtue of the fact that we have seen, well, some of that rhetoric out of Jackson Hole not being quite as strong as expected. The gold price has been fairly resilient, actually. Um, in fact, um, you know, sometimes we sort of speculate what's driving the gold price. You always know it's a yield-driven market when you see. Uh, e-minis as well as the gold price correlated pretty much step right, by step. Absolutely. So if you overlay the chart, it's just the same thing, bit of an inverse uh, uh, inverse to the, um, the, the US tenure there. Uh, but let's get to the laggards because that's where all the fireworks were. Mm. And as you can see there, by the end of the day, Sayonara Mining down by 25%. Like you said, Danny, um, when your CEO leaves, investors don't really like it. No. It's like your football team not having a coach or yeah, something like that. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, yeah, Brainchip also under pressure today, as is Lake Resources. That is so volatile, that stock, isn't it? It really mm. 
is a, a story stock which uh, the story keeps on being pushed out into the future. Iris continuing to tumble down another 6%, uh, ditto Illumina. Yeah, I think there was um, some of those dip okay. buys coming out on, on Friday for Iris. I think after its results, obviously, it just got absolutely taken to the cleaners for two days. It was down by 40% or so. There, I think it was up by a similar margin today. Mm. Um, but yeah being used as uh, in what the crypto community they call uh, exit liquidity, those those buyers, those sellers who are just um, wanting to take that last bit off the table, uh, perhaps happening today. So it's an interesting one because a few people I've spoken to suggesting that it's actually not a bad stock, not a bad company in the, in the long term. But mm. I mean, one thing that I got from that result was that there was really, that kept talking about transformation, but transformation into what? It wasn't really particularly... <laughs> wasn't really well Henry, defined. Exactly. Um, Henry Jennings, when I spoke to him about it, he was like, they took this feature. I mean, I'm not a, a big user of Iris. I have to get better at it. But yeah, he said they too. took this feature away. And he said, as far as he was concerned, that was divorce. <laughs> He's not coming back. <laughs> yeah, no, you, 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 only, um, you can only burn um, uh, Henry once and you, you're in the bad books forever, perhaps. But um yeah, anyway, there we go. There's Iris Illumina also down by 5%. So uh, some big moves despite the fact that overall uh, the market was fairly positive yep. today. Let's get across the small cap leaders and leg guys quickly as well, see if there's anything there that jumps out. Now, Barna Energy, wow, up 42%. Mind you, it is a $0.09 cent stock. Yeah. And I don't know any of the others, I have to well, say. Well, 40S Memory was one that I think was up by... It doubled one day last week when it reported its earnings, <laughs> pulled back by about 15% and it's up by another 30% today. There's so, no volume at the moment in a lot yeah, of these stocks. Saying, right? Yeah, it well, makes it really hard. that was a conversation really on, our, on, the, on the last call, wasn't it, last, yeah. um, on Friday? Yeah. They're just like, mm, it's just not there. No, no volumes. And it just really exacerbates the, the, the share price moves, that volatility, for lack of a better word. Yeah, it's, um, I mean, we're in a, just a world of far less liquidity, right? So I totally. guess maybe people are just trying to remember what it's like without just the world flooded flooded with cash, yeah. I, I'm not too sure. But um, let's go to the laggards now in the small cap. I have a feeling Appen is going to be sitting yes. there at 32% down and Opthea down 27, Bone Coal down 24. That's grim. Appen is really looking grim at the moment, isn't it? Yeah, well, that I mean, you're looking now at a company that's lost probably 96, 97% of its value from its highs. So if you bought at 36 bucks, I mean, I would hope that you've probably sold out by now, but if you're still holding on, yeah. Uh, you do wonder, I know they had that placement not so long ago when the yeah. share price really spiked. I mean, it was up at around $3.71. I mean, I, I read through the notes of uh, what was going on and they've just got restructuring costs and this, that and the other. But mm. you really have to question the viability of this company. Well, I think I was saying to you Debt in, levels. Um, the, have a look. In, the, in the newsroom earlier that I was just writing something up for obviously one of our commercial partners uh, last week. And... Uh, it's trading at a price to sales of 0 0.6. Mm. So multiple below one for your sales growth. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so it's, you know, the, the market's it's, expecting that just the top line is going to shrink from here. Obviously, with such high debt. It's flashing a lot of signals in terms of, you know, once upon a time when, uh, yeah, I'm just trying to get a handle. Yes, it, it just looks, yeah, yeah, not good. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I mean, it, it, it's yeah, not a great story. Anyway, we wouldn't want to dwell on that too much, of course. But uh, there you go. There are the laggards for the small cap space. Um, not too much on tonight, actually. There is a, a public holiday in the UK for what it's worth, but not too much in terms of economic or corporate data in the States. But um, we do have a little bit coming out tomorrow as we sort of, um, well, get to that kind of final stretch of reporting yeah. season. And uh, Barb's Clinival, Mineral Resources, Worley and um, uh, Lottery, Lottery Corporation. Corporation. Thank you. All reporting tomorrow. And yeah, you mentioned Michelle Bullock. Uh, not yet. Yeah. Um, probably not going to be fireworks. It's actually a... Um, 
a speech about climate, you might actually like it, um, about monetary policy and climate change, the mm. relationships and impacts of it, because mm. obviously it's a passion of yours, um, if, I, if I may say so. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm sure if there's some question times at the end, a few journalists or, or what have you will try and maybe pepper in a question about, you know, what life under a, a, a you know, bullock rain at the RBA might be like. Absolutely. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see. Also very interesting to see how she's going to handle that whole concept of, you know, how these big weather events cause inflation yeah. and how from a monetary policy or a central bank you're meant to cope with it. Yeah, well, it's, I guess it's a supply shock, right? But it's, I mean, It's a big supply shock. I think yeah. India is banning a lot of exports of key foodstuffs because yeah. of this one issue. So, right. yeah. Yeah, it's um, it's such a fascinating one, especially in terms of when you start talking about potential central bank overreach and governments sort of abdicating their role t- to manage the economy effectively around these things. Um, yeah, just well, it's a getting very heavy loaded. for a Monday afternoon. Oh, we got time. We got time <laughs> to chat. I'm, I've got Monday itis today. Bad bad case. It was such a lovely day yesterday. Um, but nevertheless, let's get a final check on the market. Yeah, shall absolutely. We? So the ASX 200 did close up 44 spots, six points, 0.63% at 7,159 spot eight, and the SIBO 200 also up 0.63% at eight and a half points at 1,369. So a very nice start to the week. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll put it in the books. And uh, like you said, we're nearing the end of the month. So we'll see if we can continue to see this kind of... And we're going into spring. Going into spring, Spring? exactly. Wow. It feels like it at the moment. We're already in spring. It's so mild. Oh, I think we're in summer in July in Sydney. But um, (laughs) although it has to be said, I think we were talking today when September seasonally is in a great month for equities. So... Um, it does have a tendency September, October can get a bit, you know, rocky. So we'll yes. have to wait and see. Who knows? Well, I was raised class, uh, you know, a Catholic. You, you read Ecclesiastes, you know, it's kind of a time to reap, time to sow, everything turns of <laughs> the seasons and everything like that. Bad okay. for equities, good for the weather. I think that's enough, folks. That's enough. We'll wrap it up there. But remember, you can catch up on the good stuff, not me and my ramblings on the website and app. There's plenty of that. Otherwise, have a lovely Monday evening and we will see you bright and early tomorrow morning. The COB is presented by Rabobank. Awarded 2023 SMSF Savings Bank of the Year by Mozo. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.